This podcast may contain adult language and situations, graphic, gory details, and other not-so-nice things. Listener discretion is advised. All right, we're here with May's Patreon episode. Yes, and it's all about Mississippi. The Magnolia State that I went to without you. <laughs> yeah. We got someone that joined just to hear about this, by well, the way. So I hope I don't disappoint her. Yeah. I, I don't know if she's from there or not. So I have all these notes, and then I kind of trail off and just made little bullet points. So I may go off the rails. Okay. So I'm going to apologize. It's going to start out strong and, and then fade you know, immediately. They know, they know us by now. <laughs> they <laughs> right. Drill. So should I just get started from day one? Just. I mean, everything. You get in your car. What snacks were you eating? Got in my car. Sour gummies. The peach rings that look like cat oh, yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> On my way, making my way down south. Down south. So I get to Clarksdale as my first stop. And I go to Ground Zero, which is a blues bar owned by Morgan Freeman. There was a blues band practicing when I got there, and it's like being recorded like it's a music video. You said Clarksdale? Clarksdale. I'm pulling up my map. It's not I far from here. I got there in like an hour and a half, two hours. Oh, geez. It's like, Maybe. I mean, I was okay. zooming along, so. Mm-hmm. So, they were about to leave and go on tour in Ireland. So, they're sitting at a table, and it looks like all these music execs like their laptops are out and their contracts and all the things and so I went outside and their sound guy came out there and we're chit-chatting shout out to Alan hey Alan hey Alan and he's telling me yeah this is the grandson of Boo Boo Kitty who's a big blues guy that's really not his name I just can't think of it right now oh my god that's a strange name it's very jazz. It's very jazzy. So they're going on tour in Ireland. And so this is their like sound check and all that, which was pretty cool. So Alan and I are chit chatting outside and he tells me about his ghost experience in his childhood home in Clarksdale. It supposedly was haunted by a slave girl who was murdered by her owner after she denied his advances. So there's some tea. Thanks, Alan, for telling me that super cool story and letting me by my light. It's really one of the coolest dive bars that I've been to. I love a dive bar. Food, good. Drinks, strong. Can't go wrong with live music at noon on a Friday. They also have a giant mural outside of the building of Robert Johnson. Okay. The blues musician Mm -hmm. who allegedly sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads. I covered this in season one, episode 26, if y'all want to go listen to it. Um, It's an interesting one. Then I made my way over to the actual crossroads. Ooh. Which was anticlimactic. Oh, no. Where is that compared to Clarksdale? Clarksville. Clarksdale. It was like. Two blocks from where I was. Oh, it's a tiny okay. town in yeah. Mississippi. There's a Bobo, Mississippi. Well, let me tell you. I get to the crossroads, and there was no little demon playing the fiddle hot. Uh, which... But it was daytime. Maybe at night. Maybe at night. Maybe so, at the devil's hour. Well, it's in the middle of an intersection. 
a crossroads, if you will. Mm, wow. <laughs> and there's a barbecue place that has like a headstone, like this big headstone type um, marker mm-hmm. that tells you all about the crossroads. Meh. Four out of ten. I mean, I'm glad I went, but don't just drive there for the crossroads. Okay. Go for the crossroads. Stay for ground zero. Then I hop back in my car and head to Sumner, Mississippi, which was about 20 minutes south. Okay. And I went to the Emmett Till Interpretive Center and the courthouse where his trial was held, which is right across the street. And let me tell you, I felt like someone kicked me in the gut. I can't even imagine. Mm. It was one of the saddest, most sombering places I've been. Mm. And this was just the museum and the courthouse. So, you know, just to walk through and read all the court documents and see the photos of like that time period. I mean, I just can't even put it into words. You could have heard a pin drop in that place. No one was saying a word. Everyone's just kind of walking around and reading, looking at stuff. So then I walked across the street to the courthouse and it's weird to be in a place where the trial that was one of the first great media events of the civil rights movement was held. Right. They crammed over 400 people in this tiny courtroom. It's a small space. It was over 90 degrees. There was no air conditioning and it's still used as a courthouse today. Like they still Mm -hmm. have court there and there are spit buckets by the doors and against the wall. So you spit your chewing tobacco. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the South, I guess. Sorry, here's my cup. So, the nice lady that was running the museum gave me directions to the bridge where they found him. Mm. He was thrown into the water with a giant fan blade strapped to his body to weigh him down and drown him. (sighs) After he was beat half to death. And if y'all don't know, he was 14 at this time, and he was murdered because he allegedly offended a white lady. Yes. Who later came out and said that she lied and made the yes. whole thing up. She just, didn't she just mm-hmm. reveal that news? I mean, she's in her, well, she just passed away passed right away. after you returned from your trip. No, she passed away the week before I went. Oh, so it was right there. That's so strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was in her 80s and revealed that she made the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. But even still, she just said he made a lewd comment and he, they wanted to kill him for this. All it's of just, the things there in the museum was saying he supposedly whistled. She took it allegedly that he was whistling at her. Mm-hmm. He was 14 and was walking and whistling. Mm-hmm. Not even anything. In, in but to kill someone over that? It's Not just to kill him. To go to where he was staying and drag him out of the house in the middle of the night. This child. Why, why do you make my blood pressure? The Jim Crow era is just... I mean, and I'm a white person, but when I watch things like that on documentaries and stuff, I can't even imagine. That's Mm-mm. terrifying. Mm-mm. And I have a ton of pictures that I'm going to send you to post. Okay. And it's pictures that I took of quotes from magazines mm-hmm. during this time, uh, quotes from his mother that were in newspapers at this time, a photo of the all-white fucking jury of 40-plus-year-old men. I mean, it's just... It's, it was infuriating to be there. But the the, t- the lady told me where and it, the bridge was, and it's at uh, 
I don't know if it's pronounced Grable or Gravel Landing in Glendora, Mississippi. And signs from this spot have been stolen, replaced, shot, replaced again, shot again. And one of the signs ended up at the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. A second sign is now touring the country as part of a traveling exhibit created by the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. And this bridge is on the Tallahatchie River and the Black Bayou. So it was first commemorated in 2008 by the Emmett Till Memorial Center. And they erected a sign that claimed unequivocally, this is the site where Till's body was removed from the river. Within six months, the sign was stolen and thrown into the river. And this was the first instance of what would become a repeated problem of vandalism. A second sign was quickly replaced, or the second sign quickly replaced the first sign, but it was filled with bullet holes. In 2016, an NYU student named Kevin Wilson happened upon the shot up sign. He posted it on Facebook. And within days, the vandalism was covered by every major media outlet in the country. The media coverage generated intense moral outrage and a widespread demand to replace the sign. And a Brooklyn sign manufacturer called Light Bright Neon volunteered to fabricate, ship, and install a new sign for free. The Emmett Till Memorial Center brought a third sign out, identical to the first two, and dedicated it on June 21st of 2018. It only lasted 35 days before it was shot. Mm. And then sometime between July 27th of 2018 and September 10th, three Ole Miss fraternity boys posted a picture in front of it with guns, trophy style. Mm. So shortly after that, they took the sign down. Fourth sign was crafted by Lightbright and... As widely reported in the national press, it is bulletproof, and it weighs nearly 500 pounds, and it's designed to absorb a rifle round. On November 2nd of 2019, white nationalists gathered at this site to film a promotional video, which makes me sick. It's just really hard to swallow all of it. Yeah, I hugged the woman, and I'm going to tear up at the museum that was telling me all about this. And we both cried. We both have sons, turns out, around the same age. You know, I think hers was eight and Max is nine. And, you know, in that moment, like, we're mothers of little boys. It didn't matter that she was black and I was white. Mm -hmm. Like, we instantly, our hearts broke for Emmett's mother and what she must have went through. And... It was just, like I said, it was a very rough afternoon, but I'm glad that I went and made the pit stops to see the other stuff, even though I wanted to cry till I threw up. Yeah. So my last stop was in Greenwood, Mississippi at the Emmett Till statue. And there's a plaque there. It's it's big. It's like this big grand bronze looking statue Mm -hmm. of this child who was murdered. Greenwood was about 20 miles, not 20, 10 miles from where he was taken out of his house in Lynch. So it's all in the general vicinity. After all of that, boo-hooing, 
Then I drove to Yazoo City. I know where that is. And went to the Yazoo, which is grave in the Glenwood well, Cemetery. Hold on. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. When we go to Pensacola, we drive through there. Well, you should I didn't stop. know there was, no offense, Yazoo listeners, anything to stop for. I know there was a big murder scandal that happened, mm-hmm. in, happened in Yazoo, but... Well, the Glenwood Cemetery is right in the middle of town. Man. Why? I don't know. I'm going to do that next time. If there's an evil witch that has chains wrapped around her headstone, I would feel like I would need to build the elementary schools and high schools Mm -hmm. away. Maybe build them on the edge of town, not near this witchy cemetery. But I was thinking when I was out there, do you know how many time school kids must go out here on Halloween and oh my mess with this. Yeah, probably a lot. I would have. Or I would have at least went out after dark and made out with a football player in his truck there. <laughs> Hold me, I'm scared. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm looking at the pictures of the cemetery now. So the folklore is, according to legend, that an old woman lived on the Yazoo River and she caught she was caught torturing fishermen that she had lured off the river. The sheriff said had, is said to have chased her through the swamps where she half drowned in quicksand by the time the sheriff caught up to her. As she was thinking, she swore revenge on the city and the townspeople and said, in 20 years, I will return and burn this to the ground. Oh, dear. So they put chains around her headstone or her grave to keep her in. And no one thought much about this until 20 years later when a fire broke out and destroyed 200 residences in almost every building in the city. 324. Good Lord. So a group of citizens made their way to the cemetery the day after the fire and found the large chains around the grave of the witch broken in two. So the current lore is that when all the chains are gone from her grave, the witch will return again and exact her revenge on the city. So, to this day, they are very careful to keep the chains repaired and in place. Even if they break, they replace them immediately. And I, again, have pictures of this grave that's got these big, that's got, that has these big chains around the perimeter of it that are old and rusty and big. So, Anyway, that's interesting. So finally, I'm going to go there next time. After all these pit stops that I've made, yeah, where there's no Diet Coke uh, and no gas stations. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, I know the the gas station situation in Mississippi is dire. Southern Arkansas is not any better. Well, ugh, I finally it's not great. No, finally get to Vicksburg, which is the first place I'm spending the night. Pulling up my map, man. Get there, check in. Hotel's cool. It's Cinco de Mayo. Oh. The hotel's having like a Cinco de Mayo party. There's a DJ. There's all these margaritas. There's a whole buffet of oh, Mexican man. food. That's by Louisiana. Yeah. Literally across the yeah. river. So then I went to the McRaven house, which is the haunted house. How did you even find out about this? Just Googling places? Girl, I searched and searched and searched. I've never heard of all these places. So the McRaven house was featured on Ghost Hunters. Oh. And it's actually in the middle of town, kind of at the end of the street, which 
was weird to me, but it has all this property that's around it that is where Civil War fights and shit happened. Like the Union soldiers were here, we were over here. And so I get there and I go in for my little tour and they're dressed in like costumes. So it was very kitschy and cute. You weren't allowed to video the actual tour of them talking, but after they stopped talking, you could take pictures or video or whatever. So they were pretty cool. I didn't really see anything hooky spooky in there. I heard some things, but it could have been just because it's an old house and you're walking around. But they told the whole tale about why it's haunted. Five people died in the house um, over the years. You know, it switched hands. I mean, it was not... It was fun, but it, I didn't get the heebie-jeebies. But it was interesting. But I like history. Mm-hmm. So I like all those old homes and stuff. And so after you tour the inside, you're free to go tour the grounds. And they tell you with all the rain and it being on the Mississippi River that sometimes bones will be pushed up. If you come upon a skeletal bone. I don't like that. You just stomp it back down. Oh. Don't touch it or pick it up. Just lightly stomp it back just down. Kind of like, have you ever been to a polo game? No. Okay. Well, like you have to kick, the horses will kick the grass up and you kind of stomp oh, okay. the grass. You I can imagine. Yeah. So it's kind of stomping bones instead of the grass. So I did that, did not find any bones, thank goodness. And I, I'll tell you, I didn't get real far out there because I was more scared of what alive people might be out there yeah. versus the dead people. Mm-hmm. So go back to the hotel, go to sleep, worst night of sleep ever. Really? I woke up in a just cold sweat, super nauseated, had major nightmares I got in the bathtub at like 4 a.m. because I felt oh, awful. Weird. And I was like, I cannot get sick. I like to think some entity may have inadvertently followed me back. Probably had some bad Mexican food at the buffet downtown. <laughs> Not you on a buffet. <laughs> I was drunk on margaritas. So I was like, give me that taco, lady. Get I mean, out of here. I've never even seen that happen. I'm on a ghost hunt. Give me that. Give me those refried beans that have been out for two hours. Well, I'd do it too. <laughs> so, day two, wake up. Downtown Vicksburg is really cool. It's very cobblestone, and hmm. there's lots of like balconies and patios and things. Not one breakfast place. Not one. I was real mad because I was like, I need like a good old. Country, yeah. Mississippi. You would think that would be all the rage. There was one restaurant that served breakfast that was closed for remodel. So you need to get it together with your breakfast places, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Are y'all still with me? Am I bored you yet? No. Nope. Good, because I have like 25 more pages. You're, you're making Mississippi sound cool. So then I loaded my car up and I hit up a Civil War cemetery and a McDonald's <laughs> on my way out of town. Cemetery was cool, um, as they can be. Lots of Civil War headstones and stuff. And I was walking around looking at everything. And these were kids. Fighting? Yes. I mean, they're like 19, 20. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them, their age wasn't even listed. But they're boys. Yeah. Which was 
I mean, it's sad to think about. I know it happened 100 years ago and nobody really thinks about it, but... Yeah, no, it is. Mm. So then I went to... um, stopped at a Civil War battlefield where the Siege of Vicksburg took place. Mm-hmm. And um, so the Vicksburg battlefield was the site of one of the most important Union victories of the American Civil War. I geek out on war movies, battlefields, American history in general. So I was in heaven and I spent a good three hours here. Wow. <laughs> you can drive through it and look at all these monuments and, you know, there's the big cannons and and all the things so i did all Those that are cool. very cool you would have died you'd have been like we gotta go i'm so bored out of my mind <laughs> well was it hot no okay then no, i was fine as long as i have snacks and i'm not hot or cold but i just i like <laughs> i i just like war stuff i know i know i like it. i love it all world war ii civil war all that stuff i, I love it all i eat it up so then i head down to natchez Gotta definitely look this up because I've been through Vicksburg driving. I don't know where Natchez is. Well, it's south, not very far. So I get on the Natchez Trace Parkway, which is beautiful and strangely haunting. Haunting. And I stopped at the Emerald Mound, which is one of the largest Indian burial mounds in North America. Really? Yes. In Mississippi? Mississippi. Interesting. I would have very interesting. just assumed it would be out west. Man, you are down in the Delta. Down in the Delta. Down in the Delta. So the mounds here was used for burials, temples, and ceremonies. So, I mean, I've done all this other ghosty shit mm-hmm. and ate a sus- suspicious taco. <laughs> so why not stop at an Indian burial ground? Why not? Why not? Took some pictures. I mean, it was just a giant field. It was like a big hill. But I didn't, like, step on or anything. I didn't want, like, no poltergeist shit happening. So I was like, I'm not even going to go close to this Indian burial mound. No. I don't know if they buried bodies there, but maybe they just used it for when somebody died. I yeah. don't know. It, it was cool. I stopped. I saw. Then I headed back down the trace, down to Natchez. And my first stop was King's Tavern, which was closed. And don't know closed. And full sale. Yes. Supposedly, it's one of the oldest and most haunted taverns east of the Mississippi. Well, someone should buy it. I mean, gosh, you could market that. I have to take other people's words for it because no dice. It was Mm. closed. But if you'll remember, the girl that stopped by our booth this past weekend, we were at She's From. Yeah, someone was from there. She worked there, and she was a waitress there. Yeah, that's right. I wish I could remember her name. She said it was haunted. When she worked there, she had to stay the night. um, That's right. Because she had a little too much drink. Who hasn't? And she heard stuff. So Mm -hmm. she's like, it's 100% haunted. She did say that. So, anyways, nothing happened to me. I just took pictures on the outside like a weirdo. I do the same thing. Then... I went to Stanton Hall Plantation. This house was what the Haunted Mansion at Disney World is modeled after. It looks real? just like it. Yes. Wow. It looks just like it. I didn't see any ghosts, just some old lady garden club members. <laughs> scary enough. Scary enough. But it was really, I mean, it was really cool. But I, hmm. I did notice that once I got into Natchez, coming, you know, being in Vicksburg, Coming down to Natchez all along the ways, and you're driving around these just small city blocks, kind of like here where you live. All the houses start to look the fucking same. 
they're like they're grand and they're these giant old antebellum homes and they're beautiful but it's like one fish two fish red fish blue fish they all look the same but they all have like their own unique cool little quirk like this one being the disney world thing that's weird so after i was there i went to the river and the underhill saloon which was my favorite dive bar of this entire trip such a cool atmosphere and history supposedly this is where the patrons of yesteryear were prostitutes and thieves oh fun (laughs) yes so it's um was once a like Natchez was once like a big port city where cotton was loaded on the paddle wheelers and shipped north to textile mills. I didn't run across anything spooky in here, okay. except for a couple old Southern bells who had too many mint juleps. Was at that their, you took a selfie with yes, the one behind you <laughs> at their derby day party somewhere, and they were so loud. And I text Lacey and was like. Not me about to fight this a woman in here in this big hat, <laughs> this Dollar Tree hat. Ah, that was, yeah, that was the yes. Derby weekend. Derby, yeah. So I'm like, where y'all, y'all not even Kentucky adjacent. Where y'all doing? I don't know. It's not for me to true, judge. True, But there's that. Uh, strong drinks. The bartender was, she was super cool. Uh, they put, so you give them a dollar and you get like a thumbtack or something and you put it in the ceiling. And then at the end of the year, they take all the money down and they host a 4th of July cookout and they buy all the food for the community with all the money wow. that's stuck on the ceiling. Well, there must be a lot stuck on the ceiling. Yeah, it was, pre- I have pictures. Wow. I'll give them to you. Yes. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Go check into my hotel. And they are having a block party. There's a band. On a flatbed trailer. Okay. And they have a giant crawfish boil. And everyone's dancing Mm. in the moonlight and singing all the songs. And there's a bar downstairs that they have set up. It's pretty impressive. It was super fun. Hmm. Even though I'm allergic to crawfish. I'm not allergic, but they're not my favorite. I love them. If I would turn into Hitch, I would eat all of them. And so I'm mingling with the locals. And I, they tell me about this bar that I should go to called On the Corner or At the Corner, Corner Bar, some shit. Total other dive bar. Has like the saloon type doors when you walk in. I love that. Yeah. Super cute. Very small. Like very, this area up here that. Like Lucky Lou small or smaller? Yes. But a different layout, but about. The size of Lucky Lou's. Okay. But there's where you walk through. This is one of our local bars we're talking about. Where you walk through the back to like go to the bathroom. Theirs is a lot like that. But when you walk in the back, there's like a big porch out there. Like a screened in porch at your grandma's house. Which is where people go to, you know, have a smoke. So I make my way back there. Cookout, crawfish. Crawfish everywhere. And this person literally walks up to me and is like, make you a plate? You might as well make you a plate? Are you hungry? Yeah. I'm like, oh boy. So, and then they are like, have you ever, you need a drink? We've got porch punch. And I'm like, oh boy. And this is where the night turns dark. (laughs) Porch punch. I'm going to Google that real fast. I know you said it's kind of like. Their version of a hurricane, think, or a walk me porch, down, or punch. or a Long Island iced tea, Mississippi. 
So, um, had some of that, and that was fun. And as the night, holy crap, did it have bourbon in it? I don't know. They're saying I drank oh it. God. It was oh. in a it was in a red solo cup. Oh God! I'm like, what else are you gonna do when you're alone in Mississippi besides take a no drink from wonder. a stranger? <laughs> Listen, I'm, well, this is just one recipe, but like cognac, bourbon, dark rum, lemon juice. Another recipe says, do, 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 yeah, cognac, whiskey, rum, dark rum, with lemon juice. Oof. It was. I'm surprised you could take it. Well. And sugar. Brand, oh. Some people use brandy. Yeah. Wow. It was a lot. Woof. It was a lot. So. It's like medicine. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So, um, they have a jukebox, uh, crawfish boil, porch punch. Ole Miss boys, it, 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 yeah, it, it was a good time. A good time was held all around. I'm just saying, um, I stuck a sticker everywhere I went. Cool. Bathrooms. Oh. On the jukebox. Love that. Empty crawfish tails. Oh boy. Clay's truck window. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So then... The next day, I was hurting. <laughs> From the porch say. punch? Yeah. Porch punch did me dirty. That would have killed me, well, I'm pretty it, sure. Again, oof. it was... It, I, I would go back there. I'm just saying. Okay. Just saying. I'm trying to find... I made little notes in my phone because I met... I was going to give a little shout out to some of the people I met. Because I, you know, hung out with the locals and I talked to them and and uh, met a lot of fun people. I met a guy from, I think he was from Amarillo. Him and his wife were driving just wow. kind of up. They had went to Natchez. I met him in Vicksburg. They had went to New Orleans all the way up mm-hmm. and they were going all the way up to like Canada. Holy crap. Yeah, so he was a super sweet guy. Um, worked as like a merchant marine before he retired. So he traveled all over the world, all wow. the things. Very cool guy. When I was at the at the corner, on the corner, whatever the hell that bar was I was at, I met a woman who told me about her best friend. Because, of course, everybody's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. What What's going on? I'm like, oh, well, I have this, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, like, doing this ghost hunt for this podcast that my friend and I have, yada, yada. And, of course, then they're like, what is it called? What did it And then they had to tell me their stories. And um, so this girl was telling me about her best friend who was choked to death. Oh. Her name was Heather, and her husband's name was John. This is the people I were, were speaking with. Mm. And so, I wrote down the name of the case, so now I want to maybe cover it. Yeah, choke. Yeah, she was strangled. Very, very sad. Another domestic yeah. violence case. Yeah. And the guy that I met in Vicksburg, his name was Preston. He was about 75 and was just full of life and loud and proud. And I was like, I want to go on a trip with you guys. But, so then, I wake up the next day. And make make my way back to my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I go uh, have breakfast at this cute little place. Can't remember it right off the top of my head. I have pictures again. 
and then I went to load the car and go to the cemetery, the city cemetery. Okay. And that's where they have the grave of the little girl who um, died when she was 10. And she, you know, she was scared of thunderstorms. So her mom had them build stairs to go down to her grave. And at the top of it's kind of like a tornado shelter. And she would go out there when it stormed and shut the top and sit with her and read her stories or sing her songs. Which is heartbreaking. That just gives me chills. It was so sad um, until the storm passed. And then it was a glass coffin and you could see into it, but they covered oh, it. They covered it with cement so you couldn't see into I'm it. I'm surprised she yeah. won. I mean, I know a mother's grief, but. Ooh. Right. Then there's also a man there at the cemetery that was buried sitting upright in his rocking chair. And so it's this huge, like, it kind of looks like a wedding cake stacked like that. And um, the the corner of it had rotted over time. And they said you could see in there and see his corpse. So they bricked over it. But you can see where they patched the hole. And what else is out there? The Turning Angel. That's the one that this... uh, pharmacy was had an explosion gas leak or something and four young girls were killed in it during the explosion and the man who owned the shop felt so bad he paid for all of their funerals and everything and this angel was put up like a marker it's a huge angel and it's looking down on their four graves and supposedly she turns her head and follows you I don't know if she did or not. I looked, but I didn't see anything. And um, then I took some moss. You did. From the cemetery. I was surprised you did that. I just feel, I just feel like it's. feel like it's good juju, not bad juju. I mean, I feel like it's, what what would you pick a four-leaf clover? Yeah. I mean, it grows wild. Mm -hmm. It's not like it was on someone's grave. You take it from a grave. No. It was, I mean, it was kind of grave adjacent. That shit's up high, and this was the closest I could get. So then, I still moss, and I head back. I'm driving home four and a half hours, and then I get to Jacksonville, which was about ten minutes from my house. And I run over a block of wood on the interstate, and bend both of my tires. Lord, yeah, flats. That interstate is always a mess. So I thought. I mean, we've had what a car piece oh, of a car God. flying at you before. A mattress, a, a mattress. mattress. I've had a piece of a car flying mm-hmm. at me before on that interstate. Mm-hmm. Oh, so immediate flats. Have to buy two new tires. Have to have a welder come to my house and That's weld. Awful. So this trip to Mississippi not only cost me all that money on all that, but then almost a thousand dollars to get my damn wheels. Tires, all the things. So that I, sucks. I thought I escaped with no bad juju, but maybe I should have taken that moss. Max is like, get that moss oh out of my our gosh. house. Mom. I'm like, no, it's so pretty. Look, it's up there on the shelf. <sighs> but so that's my trip. It's interesting. It was super it's, fun. It sounded fun. She was sending pictures to our group chat throughout her time. It was so fun. I had a really good time. I would do it again. I'd go back to Mississippi. I'm just saying. Yeah, you made it seem cool. Minus the Pepsi and the no bathrooms. 
or yeah, or gas stations or mm-hmm. breakfast places mm-hmm. in Vicksburg. No, it was a good time. I had fun. I I loved how friendly everyone was and super, you know, cool about telling me their stories and yeah, I love yeah a story from an old person. Just the chit chatting. Yeah. The locals were I so talking. welcoming. That's cool. And like ne- I never felt like oh my god, I don't need to be here or I'm uncomfortable or yeah. anything. The people at the corner bar. We're super friendly and inviting. Maybe too friendly. Maybe too friendly. <laughs> it was a good time. Oh, it was cool. Fun. And I need, I, I planned my next trip to go to New Orleans. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. that. But I put it on, I put it on pause because we may be going to Hawaii in July. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm putting it on pause mm-hmm. just for the minute, but I have it all planned. So I'm still going to do it. I just don't know a hundred if I'm going to do it when in June. Very cool. So stay tuned. You should look up if there's any. I'm sure Hawaii has some really creepy stuff. Do you? I'm sure. Like what? We're gonna well, hate mail. No, no, no. Think about it. I, there are their own natives there. That's true. I mean, people have been there for a, just as long as I don't know. I don't know history, but there. You know what I mean? There's natives of Hawaii. That's a good meaning. Point. They've been there for a freaking long time, just like Native Americans here. That's very true. And maybe they have their own. Um, sacred. Maybe we have, they have. I don't know. I don't know much about, maybe, I don't know much about Hawaiian culture. I don't either. I guess I just feel like. Isn't there a scary Brady Bunch episode? (laughs) Did you watch the Brady Bunch? No, I didn't. Where they steal, am I thinking? Okay, I don't know. They steal a tiki or something and they're all freaking out. I swear. No, that's one of the Brady Bunch movies. Girl. I'm showing showing my age. No, I swear. I'll edit out this, but I've got to look this up. Brady Bunch, Hawaii, Hawaii Idol. No, nope, it's real. It's a Bra- the Brady Bunch, Hawaii bound. It was an episode in 1972. They stumble upon an ancient tiki idol that locals believe bring bad luck, and they're all freaking out. Okay, that spooked me when I saw that episode. Maybe, maybe as a child. they do have something. Yeah, spooky, ooky over in Hawaii. We have we have a patron from there. Look, we have a sticker in there, or a little pin in there. I don't see it. Oh, it's just the color of it. I thought it was a pink. Oh, I'm like, wait. Psych. I'm like, I see Alaska. Just kidding. I'm Googling Haunted Hawaii. I know there's something there's there. There's something. We'll see. Which island are you going to? Uh, we're staying um, in Hilo, so I don't know what. Hilo? Uh-huh. H-E-L-O? I-L-O. You don't know history or English. <laughs> Listen, they spell everything <laughs> different there. <laughs> There's ghost walks, ghosts of Hilo Hills. Okay. Girl, there's all kinds of stuff. Maybe I'll do. Legends about Hina and her famous son, Maui. Hilo after dark. Haunted places on the big island. The legend of the ghost sisters of Hilo. Holy shit. Yes. Do you want to go now? Yes. (laughs) I'm telling you, after that Brady Bunch episode, I knew some shit was going down in Hawaii. Listen, you're selling Hawaii for me. It's not the beaches for me. There's definitely got to be some creepy stories there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not 100% that I'm going to Hawaii, but um, the Louisiana ghost hunt like I did through Mississippi is going to happen for sure. And then uh, I want to do one through Tennessee. Mm Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah. All in time. All yeah. in time. It takes a minute. I've always wanted to see the um the Bell Witch. Same. The Bell Witch. I want to see that too. I've always been close, 
but I'm always with people who are not interested in that. Then you just got to leave them. Yeah. You just got to leave them and go by yourself. Yeah. The Bell Witch. It's in Adams, Tennessee. How far is that from like Nashville? Is it like That's way a good east? question. I'm looking that up right now. Directions. Bell Witch Cave. It's... Okay, it's like basically, I have been to Clarksville before. It's just east of Clarksville. It's near Kentucky. It's probably, I'm going to Google that, not far from Nashville. Maybe an See? hour. See? 48 minutes from Girl, Nashville. You just got to leave people who oh, don't want to participate know. in your shenanigans. Yeah, my one of my biggest regrets is staying in Los Gatos or Santa Fe. That area, mm -hmm. right? I was staying at Samuel's aunt's house that was like right down the street from the Winchester mansion. I was only in California for like two days. It was there to see family. No one else was interested in spooky stuff. I should you have should Ubered went. there. You I didn't have a car or anything. I should have Ubered there. Oh, that's one of my biggest regrets. Listen, if this trip has taught me anything, it's just yeah. fucking go for it. I should have. I'm like, when am I ever going to be going back to that area? Nobody wants to do it. You just got to go it alone. I know. I know. That would have been so cool. So anyways. Well, until next month. Until my next spooky, ooky yeah. road trip. We'll see you later, see patrons. See you later, patrons. Bye. Bye.